Hey, Verbivores. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Verba Coffee Chat Podcast. Today, our Director of Marketing, Leanne DeLeon, sits down with Allison Hartel, the Assistant Director for Marketing and Outreach at CE Boulder Bookstore, to chat about all things marketing. Now, more than ever, campus stores need to stay competitive in promoting their store offerings. Listen in as Allison shares with us her insight and wisdom. Thanks for joining us, Allison. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. You know, it occurred to me that the name of this podcast is Coffee Chats. And uh, we haven't talked about coffee in any of our episodes yet. And uh, as a coffee lover, I just feel like that's wrong and we need to change it. Are you a coffee drinker? I am a one cup a day coffee drinker. So I wouldn't say I'm a major coffee drinker, but I will definitely have my coffee in the morning. Very nice. Same for me. I can't go until I've had coffee. I have a good coffee story, which I think is also an analogy for 2020. Great. Um, Let's hear it. I used to work at Wiley and um, I had gotten a new job, which I was really excited about because it was my first role where I was going to be able to work directly with campus stores. And I was on my first day, but I lived in Boston and I had to take the train down to New Jersey, get on the train. And the very first thing I do is spill a full cup of coffee all over four people. And I feel like that's exactly, that's like a great analogy for 2020. You know, you, we started out really excited and it just fell apart. <laughs> yeah, that is a good story. I would agree. That's a great analogy for 2020. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd love to just hear a little bit about your role at um, CU Boulder. I know you've been there a long time and you guys have done a lot of really interesting things. Yeah, I have been here for quite a while. Time does fly, doesn't it? So um, my official role is Assistant Director for Marketing and Outreach. So I support the store in all of their communication needs, whether that's email or, you know, messaging to faculty about textbook adoptions or to students about turning in their rental books. You know, we do some print advertising, although it's become very minimal anymore. My um, area would support our social media, um, in-store signage. We spend a good chunk of time, too, working on our website in terms of the content that's on there and particularly developing and pushing out marketing um, images. So a lot of things you'd see on the homepage or more of the informational pages. And then you kind of flip over to the outreach side of things. And I do sit on a lot of campus committees, including commencement, for example, um, and then partner and work with a lot of our offices on campus, such as the registrar, the bursar on, you know, joint communication efforts for things that, you know, affect both of our offices and both of our, um, you know, customer bases there because of that. So that kind of sums up my role, I guess, quickly. So many stores don't have a marketing person. And, you know, with with your experience in marketing, if you were at a store that didn't have, you know, a marketing team member, what kinds of things, you know, if you only had a little bit of time to dedicate to marketing, Maybe what are the top two or three things you would focus your time on? Boy, that's actually a challenging question because I think it depends a lot on your store and your campus. Uh, In terms of answering that question related to, you know, this kind of remote situation that we all have going on in the pandemic, I mean, I think it would make sense to focus on digital. You can take what you're doing on social and move that to an email um, type of campaign and kind of get a double bang for your buck, I guess, on whatever imaging or things you might create and be able to use those in both places. So I would focus 
probably fairly heavily on the digital side of things right now. But again, you have to look at what you your students are saying is the best way to reach them and what your campus really needs or what your campus options are out there. You know, understanding that, you know, a lot of store professionals wear many hats these days, I would also encourage them to look at free or um, low cost options to help them manage those kind of things. I would say, you know, even on a, in a store my size, things that really make it much easier for us are um, platforms like Hootsuite, where you can pre-schedule your social media. Um, so you can kind of sit down one afternoon and, you know, maybe work out a whole month's worth of content in one slot. Later.com is also something that we use, particularly for, we use it for Instagram, because it will allow you to change the link in the bio so that then students could go straight to say your, you know, buyback page or your rental information or, you know, this particular sweatshirt. So those are free or very low cost tools that I would encourage people to use as well as canva.com is actually a design program that we've really just started diving into. You know, you can make it as sophisticated or as easy as you want, but it's actually allowed um, us to kind of expand our staff ability to create some imaging um, without necessarily being, you know, really hardcore Photoshop and Illustrator users. So digital, I guess, is what I would concentrate on unless your campus, you know, is telling you something else. All of that is is really awesome, Allison. It actually, it aligns perfectly with um, a survey that we recently just completed asking stores about what they're thinking about and how they're planning for this kind of new way of reaching students. So we sent a survey out to our customers and we got about 100 people, it was close to 100 people that responded. 73% of them said that they relied on social media marketing to reach students about course materials. 69% increased promotion of their e-commerce site. And 63% plan to even increase in the term ahead promotion of course materials through e-commerce. Oh, yeah, it absolutely does. And I think if you were to take those numbers even out of the course material conversation and talk about, you know, the clothing and gift side of things or supplies, it, it translates across the board in all of our product categories. Working with other marketing stakeholders on campus can amplify your marketing efforts. Stay tuned as Allison shares how her store collaborates across campus. Allison, we've talked about marketing direct to students and the things that you're doing in the store. Um, what are some other ways you work with departments on campus to kind of create a win-win to support students and to support the campus goals? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and it's something that we've really been concentrating a lot on and really the past year, uh, maybe year and a half to try to increase our partnerships um, and to help, I guess, amplify our messages. So we've um, been fortunate to be able to connect with those that run our campus social media, as well as our campus has a um, social media listserv. So we can push out to um, both the main campus page as well as the campus listserv that might run perhaps, you know, the library's um, social media media, for example, and ask them to amplify a message that we may have just put out as well as, of course, you know, tag them in those posts, um, particularly main campus social media. Um, so we've been doing that a lot with the messages that are extremely important. So anything related to course materials. And then we've um, also been able to do it with a few other, you know, big promotions throughout the year, for example, you know, if we were having our big holiday open house or something along those lines. So that's been good um, and encouraging. And then 
And the campus produces a variety of different newsletters. They're called CU Boulder Today. And there's versions that go to students, there's versions that go to faculty staff, and there's versions that might say go to um, students who are, you know, applied for graduation. So we try to partner with them to include information again on perhaps course materials or, you know, rental check-in is coming up. Don't forget to return your rental books or things related to cap and gowns for those students um, who may be graduating. So those again have also been very instrumental in helping to get out those type of messages and have been great partnerships for us. And then we do again try to partner with offices like the registrar or the bursars to make sure that you know we have information on our website that ties to their website and vice versa. Speaking of the bursar and the registrar, I saw that you guys had some um, pretty big growth in your inclusive access program this year. What are you doing to, to market that program? We have um, a textbook staff who's been very proactive in reaching out to faculty about the program and, you know, looking to see if it makes sense for that class, for the professor, for the students. And then, um, you know, also in this age of the pandemic, you know, that definitely increased our move to inclusive access and to really looking at what made sense for those classes with so many of them now being taught remotely. Yeah. And what have you heard feedback from faculty or students as your program has grown? Like what are their thoughts or, you know, have they given you um, ideas of new ways to reach out to students and faculty? You know, I think that overall the program has been well received. I don't know that there's been um, new ways to necessarily reach out to them. Um, email for faculty certainly seems to be the way to go. And I anticipate it continuing to grow. I haven't, we haven't had major um, hiccups or issues or concerns, so that's encouraging. There are so many schools that as classes moved online, IA just was a really great way to make sure that no matter what happened, students had access to their materials. Yeah, absolutely. And we were very you know, fortunate that our store had been very proactive with inclusive access. Um, so our, we had a well-established program before you know, the sudden change to remote. So that, I think, was definitely um, positive for our store, but also positive for you know, our campus and our students and faculty. Awesome. Well, I want to switch gears and talk about your role with NACS. Um, I know you are on the board and have done a lot of work with NACS over the years. So I'd love to just hear a little bit about kind of the work that you've done with NACS and sort of where NACS is going, given all the changes this year. Sure. Yeah, I've been involved in the industry um, really since I started in the industry. I was very lucky to be encouraged to pursue volunteer roles from the get-go. Um, so I've done a lot of work with Rocky Mountain Skyline Bookstore Association and then also served on the NACS Foundation Board of Directors and now the NACS Board of Trustees. So it's been very rewarding. I know it's definitely helped me grow professionally and I have learned so much by doing it. I will say that I am very excited and impressed with how NACS has helped stores and advocates for our industry, and definitely how they were able to shift quickly, um, as we all had to, to try to connect stores with resources and connect stores with each other to try to, you know, navigate these crazy times that we're in. So that's been exciting and encouraging to see. If anyone out there listening to this podcast also saw the presentation um, that was given by NACS at the state and regional meetings, you would have heard them say that their philosophy is really what's important to stores is what's important to NACS and that they're using that now to guide, you know, what they do and how they help 
us all. So that's encouraging, you know, and I would say that really, I mean, next is just great and is going to continue to step up, you know, in these times with education, with, you know, Camex moving to a, you know, reinvented um, idea. So that's exciting, as well as just continuing to connect stores with, you know, resources that are out there helping us all network with each other, because that is invaluable to be able to reach out to our colleagues and find out, you know, how they handled, you know, a situation or if they have any advice um, for a problem that we're encountering. And then, you know, they continue to advocate for the industry and provide great government relations. And I think that in these times that will continue to be extremely important. Yeah, absolutely. We've been really impressed with all the work that NACS has been doing and, you know, lots of great content and webinars to help stores and navigate this very unusual time that we're all in. Um, it, is, you know, it is an unusual time. <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> We are grateful for the support NAX provides the campus store industry. Keep listening as Leanne and Allison talk about why email performance is improving and where you can find marketing inspiration. Are there specific areas where you've seen marketing performance improve um, as students have moved to remote learning and fewer customers are able to come into the store? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, And we actually have, particularly um, in relation to the emails that we send out, and we have seen, you know, our click rates improve. We have seen our um, sales that we could attribute through our Google Analytics to those emails also improve. We were already pretty heavily into marketing communications via email before the pandemic. So while we haven't really changed a lot of what we're doing related to that, we've continued to do it, but we have definitely seen a better and stronger response off of it you know, perhaps as students are spending even more time on their computers, you know, as well as, you know, our other campus constituents, but it's definitely increased. Great. And that's, you know, for stores that have been hesitant to do email marketing, because, you know, perhaps in the past, it hasn't performed that well, maybe that's a great thing for stores to try if they're afraid, maybe now is the time to try because people are paying more attention to emails and social and those sorts of things. Yeah, I would absolutely say that if your student, your campus is one that has gone, um, you know, largely remote, that it is worth looking at again and perhaps giving a giving it a try, you know, and see what kind of analytics you can tie to it to see if it did work or didn't work for you. Um, so then you know whether to continue to put efforts into it or not. What are some places you look to get kind of inspiration, to get ideas for marketing, or to just kind of build your marketing skill set as a store person? Um, Our campus has a subscription to LinkedIn Learning, so I will spend time when I can on there um, trying to learn new marketing skills, whether that's, you know, marketing strategies or whether it's something, you know, in Photoshop or Illustrator that I want to learn how to do. So in terms of other inspiration, I really enjoy watching what other college bookstores are doing, big and small. There are stores out there with great ideas, and I follow a lot of them on social media. I've subscribed to a number of their email lists, and I would really encourage stores to do that as well. You know, that's one great thing about our industry is we're all willing to share ideas. Um, That's where I garnish the largest amount of inspiration from. There's just so many cool ideas. It actually reminds me of when... UT um, when there was a student who was bullied for his handmade drawing and then they made a t-shirt out of it. It was just like the most awesome way to support the student, to support the school and for the store to kind of, you know, take part in that was a really cool opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And they're one store too, that if you don't follow on Twitter, I would highly recommend that you do. They do an excellent job. 
we all know that course materials are not nearly as fun as GM to market, but are there things you think that stores could do to really make sure students are thinking about the campus store and, and not going elsewhere, particularly in this primarily remote environment? Um, yeah, you're right that um, marketing course materials is not necessarily the most fun thing to do out there. So I think where stores can focus is not so much on how they market and try to make the marketing fun, but more about how you improve the process around how students get their course materials. So what can you do to make it easier for your students on your website to order them or to ship them? Or what can you do if students are in store to make the overall experience of getting their course materials um, as easy as possible? And then I do think stores should focus on you know, the points that you know, they may have that makes them stand out. So, you know, do you rent textbooks? You know, can't, do you carry every book for every class? Um, you know, what is different about your store experience and the services that you provide to students around um, course materials? Yeah, and absolutely. And I mean, even though course materials are, are not the most exciting thing, just don't forget to continue to promote them because particularly for the students that have come in, you know, if, if, 20, if fall 2020 was their first year and they weren't on campus, you know, you don't want them to forget that the best place to, you know, find out what they need to purchase is going to be the campus store because the campus store really is the expert on what's been adopted. Yeah, absolutely. You still need to be promoting course materials to students, letting them know what you have and what you can do to support them. Well, Allison, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that listeners to this podcast will have learned a lot. I certainly did. There are a couple of tools that you mentioned that I wasn't aware of, so it was super helpful to me. And it's just always a pleasure to talk marketing with a marketer. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been a pleasure to be here, and thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. We're so appreciative of Allison's wisdom and all she brings to the industry to support campus stores. Like what you're hearing? Make sure to subscribe to the Verb of Coffee Chat podcast on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you always know when a new episode is live.